0: High up in the mountains of Central Asia lives a giddy goat with a lot of panache and a penchant for stomping its enemies into the dirt. But the rumor mill stops for no goat, not even for the markhor. And this cud chewer's legendary hooves have earned it a name that has led to an unusual fascination with its spit. But expecting exceptional expectoration is all a part of life, death, and taxonomy.
1: Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. for your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe.
0: And I'm Carlos.
1: Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify.
0: And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at LD Taxonomy, or visit us at our home on the web at LDTaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, to Tristan Taylor, Jesse Rasplich, Kyle and Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on.
1: And today we're talking about a gruff goat with a woolly throat, but more on that later. This is,
0: this, this goat is so gruff. I don't even know what gruff <laughs> means.
1: I think it just means like grumpy. Wizened?
0: <laughs> Maybe. Um, but Yeah. This is, a, this is this is this is a a goat a goat's goat. Like a man's it's a man goat of goats, but it's a goat's goat.
1: Greatest of all goats.
0: Oh yeah, people say that a lot now. <laughs> oh, it's the goat. It's the goat. Like, oh. There's a hey, uh, to- there's... Go- way, way to be <laughs> top shelf with your adjectives just all the time.
1: way our company is uh, thinking about. Um, some rebranding stuff so there's a there's another company that is helping us name stuff come up with names so like they, they just have a process that we're following so we had a meeting and had a long list of names among them were many like funny ones that we just said and wrote down because it's like a brainstorming thing you didn't want to like you didn't, you don't want to like You never want anyone to feel like their idea was stupid because then they'll shut up and not and maybe not give you a great idea um Mm -hmm. so i said goat as in greatest of all time as a joke and somebody wrote it down and then this list went to this company and they had to like (laughs) they had to like categorize all of our suggestions and one of them was that
0: that's your rebranding for the company the company's just going to be called Uh, goat (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, or that's gonna be your tagline. First, it certainly will not be that. I forget why we're we were talking about it. It's like, why that came up, but that that made it on the list.
0: It's like Widget Inc. The Goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Like it's 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 funny that um, you hear people saying that now because it's just like. It used to be like, oh, that's the best, or that's awesome, or that's great. It's just like, okay, those are those are some pretty high superlatives that maybe you, you may or may not mean. Like the best is it really the best? But no, people are saying that it's the greatest of all time. <laughs> this <laughs> this this donut right here is the greatest is he... of all time. Like, yes. uh, okay, it's goaded. There's there there is no way it's, and and, and goaded. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think I, I go into like, goated, goaded, G O A D E D, like it's goaded, goaded into what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, go, go. Sorry, it's you. You have bestowed upon it the the asinine title of greatest of all time. It's something that you're going to give to the next <laughs> now, thing that comes around.
1: I do like saying oat milk is the goat milk, but I don't believe it. I think <laughs> cow's milk, ironically, is the goat milk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: greatest of all time milk <laughs> yeah. yeah or it's this is this is the, so this animal that we're covering is a goat lord i would say mhm have you ever played goat lords yes it's a it's a great game it's i mean i w- i'd even say it's the goat of games you know
1: that's quite
0: a th- thing to say it's the it's the g- goat it's the greatest goat Game, game of all time greatest game of all time go goat is a pokemon mm. also so anyway what are we talking about a goat obviously we're talking about a marker uh scrap uh uh sharpie um yeah fruit smelling one one of those ones that has the stamp on the end uh
1: yeah dry race uh that page my secretary here sharon can you uh give me some fruit smelling markers <laughs> Sharon <laughs> I just like the idea of like when you were thinking of types of markers there was Sharpie and fruit smelling
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah I guess dry erase should Did have, have been number erase, two wet erase um,
1: <laughs> watercolor
0: those, those ones that's those really strong smelling like alcohol based ones with the with the little like the ball in it that makes it sound like a spray paint can those are all the yeah. markers I can think of. Except for the the marker <laughs> that turns everybody into necromorphs in Dead Space.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Well, uh, this marker is Mark Hor.
0: Mark? Yeah. It's um Macar.
1: My car. Macar, my Macar. My my car.
0: It's Mark Wahlberg um doing flips off of like buildings and stuff like that. It's Mark Hor. I just did a
1: uh a a timely reference to the greatest Christmas movie of all time, the goat of Christmas movies.
0: Don't say it's a Christmas story. No. Oh wait, no. Is it? Um, it's the Jimmy it's, Jimmy it's Stewart a wonderful one. Life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, even though I don't know if it's the greatest Christmas sto- movie of all time because uh, it doesn't really revolve around Christmas. It just happens. It's like um, it's like Home Alone. It just happens around Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Home Alone is yeah home alone is as much of a christmas movie as Die Hard is it's just like it's it's a it's a it's an intense thing that happens and it happens to be christmas also if it ha- but everything would be ex- pretty much exactly the same if the uh mccallisters went on um a vacation in july
1: <laughs> yeah um and the but the only difference is that at the end they sing hark the herald which is Classic ending of a Christmas movie.
0: That's how the Charlie or Brown one, a and, holiday yeah. special.
1: Yeah. Every time a bell rings. Also, it explains why there was a bell in his house at the end, so that that could be said.
0: I don't think I've seen that movie through from start to finish. I have seen the whole thing, but like for it's like Forrest Gump that like I it's not it's never been it's not a movie that I've ever sat down and watched from start to finish. I've just seen all of it in aggregate
1: (laughs) I watch it every year I know every line
0: I don't know what my favorite like when uh,
1: like when Jimmy's Jimmy Stewart uh, is has like been the spell has been cast and he's no no longer uh, he has never been born he's walking around and he's like looking for his car and he's like my car my car where's (laughs) And and that's what made me think of this oh that's a deep cut yeah, yeah.
0: Um yeah, I don't know what my favorite Christmas movie would be. Bibby really likes um the Santa Claus movies, which I do not like that much. Um and she, she also likes Jean The first C- one's great. I don't
1: The I, the rest of them are like are very bad movies.
0: I don't like Tim Allen very much. <laughs> he's just I know
1: every I also know every line to that movie, to uh the first Santa Claus movie.
0: He's just, but like He's so he's just Tim out. He's just we're watching Tim the Toolman Taylor here. I love it. And he's just like
1: beasting.
0: Evidently I'm allergic. We're getting the G- Disney Channel. Congratulations. Merry Christmas or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and there's uh uh yeah, it's I'm just not a fan of of Tim Allen's performances. Um but then there's Jingle All the Way, which I, I didn't I only watched I watched it for the first time as a as an adult, and it without the nostalgic Ooh, value, so it fun. is it is a rough it's a rough movie to watch. It's beautiful.
1: Put the cookie down. I love it. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, maybe Elf. That might be my favorite one. Um, I love
1: the. Uh, the I love all of the Arnold movies where everyone's pretending like he's not a 7 foot tall man mountain austrian
0: <laughs> he's, he's just living in he's a, like
1: his name is howard
0: his name is he's, howard he lives in like <laughs> saint paul <laughs> and, he's, yeah. and he can't he, english is clearly not his first language and but
1: he's a star salesman
0: and he <laughs> works too much just remember you're my favorite customer <laughs> <laughs> and what, the 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 line that bibby and i say all the time is It's pretty cool (laughs) when he's he's (laughs) he's showing he's trying to get back in his son's in in anakin skywalker's good graces after busy's yeah oh yeah kung fu battle or whatever (laughs) oh yeah it's and it's all like the whole thing is just a big slapstick thing which is fine but it's like the um it's like if the the end the, the climax of home alone was just the whole movie of just people slipping and falling and punching each other and zapping getting zapped and it's like the, this is the whole thing but also also no nostalgic value so it, it kind of it's it's not it's not my favorite
1: um we're talking have about nicknames yeah, for we're, this? we're talking
0: about a goat aren't we um mm-hmm. christmas goat um. So it's is known as the Scrooge Horned Goat, Scrooge Horn, Scrooge Horn. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. I guess. Uh. No. There's no real good. There aren't any really good. Um. Like movie adaptations of that. The 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 Jim Carrey one is really weird, but it's okay. Of, of a Christmas Carol. There's a
1: part. They, they, there's a, there's a line in it that I hate. I can't remember what it was, but I think it, it was a line that they got from the original book, which is just bad, but I think they misrepresent and I, the Muppets. There are the, is great.
0: Oh, there's a lot of singing in that one. I'm not a fan of uh, musicals. So, um, there's an R rated like show new one. Yeah. There's a new one with Will <laughs> Ferrell. And I forgot who the other actor is, but Will Ferrell plays the Ask. ghost of Christmas present and they're just going around. And I think it's like Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell and they're just having a grand old time visiting Christmas mm-hmm. Present. I, I, I
1: that's, know. that's a s- musical I think.
0: Oh no. I mean, not like I was going to watch it. <laughs> it's like a, like I'm going to watch it. A, like I'm going to watch a movie in theaters and be like, I'm going to watch a comedy
1: I've never seen the old school one either, the like black and white one.
0: Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. But there's there's um there's a show that came out of uh, maybe three or four years ago, and it's 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 R rated. There's like the when what's his name, um, Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley shows up like he his he his jaw is falling off and you can see the flesh and all this stuff and um it's uh it's intense
1: i guess it's supposed to be scary like it is like the original story is supposed to be like unsettling
0: and it is i mean most of these adaptations have some unsettling thing in them there's also the disney one which or the um the mickey mouse one scrooge
1: yeah i like that one too
0: Anyway, how did we get there? Oh no, cause, okay, cause it's called the screwed screwed horned goat. Um it's also called the Shakawat. <laughs> um make of that what you will. Passamaquoddy Sure, yeah. Um
1: That's the town in Peach Dragon.
0: Uh yeah. Um so you see it's uh called Shakawat. Um, it's so we're but we're gonna call it here uh, Markor Dark Lord of the Sith um, the mm-hmm. Capra Demon the Slytherin Slurper and of course Snake Eater interesting which is a snake is the main character of Metal Gear Solid and there's a game called Snake uh-huh. Eater from the Metal Gear Solid collection like uh, a series of games i never played but
1: the metal gear solid collection
0: yeah it's on loan from the, Own the
1: greatest hits <laughs> it's it's a lo- it's on
0: loan from the metal gear solid collection <laughs> um yeah the mark you have a game we could play no because we need to taxonomize this captain it's been
1: 15 minutes i mean okay if you have if you have time uh it's the kingdom animalia you know it you love it you're in it It's in the phylum Chordata. It's in the class Mammalia. It's in the order Artiodactyla, which means it's what Uh, even-toed even-toed ungulates. Yeah,
0: which means it's a humpback whale.
1: Yeah, Uh, it's a Bovidae, which is uh, cloven-hooved ruminants. Choose the cud. Uh, Caprine, which is uh, you're born, I think, in August or something. I Mm -hmm. don't know. Uh, it's a it's bo, it's 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 a, a ruminant, a medium-sized bovids, uh, and antelopes and stuff. And Caproni, it's a tribe. The tribe is Caproni. and then the genus is capra. That's the the goats of goats. That's the goatists, the goated goats.
0: That's as goat as including you. Including the get.
1: domestic goat. Yeah. And um, the species is falconeri. Capra falconeri.
0: Yeah, it's a falconer or
1: falconry.
0: Yeah, it it's if you if you get on one's bad side, it will literally send a trained falcon after you. Um, but since we're in the business of naming things, it's time for my favorite part of the show: critter groups. The part of the show where huh. I ask you, Joe, a question, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal? Or what is the term of venery? Or what is the collective noun? Three ways to ask the same question. If you saw a group of goats, what would you call them? Would you call them A, a prance of goats, B, a prattle of goats, C, a glut of goats, or D, a trip of goats? Prattle.
1: Tell me the first two again.
0: Prance, Prattle, Glut, and Trip. I'm going with the Prance. It's free real estate. Prance. Prance of goats. Pr- the, the, the goat formerly known as Prance. Um, mm-hmm. That is incorrect. The answer is Trip.
1: My gut wasn't telling me anything about this one.
0: Your gut wasn't even telling you glut?
1: <laughs> no. You'd think it would, but it didn't. Yeah, it's a trip of goats. I mean, uh, that, what? That's a trip. No, yeah, that's a trip.
0: And it's trippy, like a, uh, like, like shoppy, like Vitamin shoppy. <laughs> it's.
1: Tri- oh. Tripe?
0: No, T R I P P E, so it's still trip.
1: Ah. Uh. Uh, so it's not tripe as in like the weird stuff in the guts of animals.
0: Oh, is that what it is called? Tripe?
1: Tripe with one P.
0: Uh, is it like bacteria? Uh
1: first first or second stomach of a cow or other ruminant. Oh, well,
0: it sounds a trip like Trip of they'd...
1: Goats has tripe.
0: Yeah, a trip of goats has a lot of tripes. I'd say. They ever tell you that mm-hmm. I prepared cow stomach? For um, people in an insane asylum in Colombia,
1: you sure did not. Do that.
0: <laughs> I was volunteering. How do Col- you go
1: from not really cooking at all <laughs> to doing that?
0: <laughs> I told them I made a mean grilled cheese one time, and they're like, "Here, have twenty-five pounds of cow stomach, frozen cow stomach." <laughs> um, I was I was uh, volunteering in Colombia and. I didn't really have any particular skills. And so they just kind of put me wherever they were, things were needed. And there was a mental asylum um, in Bogota and they were shorthanded on people to prepare the food and the food that they got were like the, 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 the parts of animals that you don't really, that, that aren't like salt aren't popular. And one of those is the cow stomach. And so they gave me a big, big, like, Three foot by one and a half foot square chunk of flesh that was frozen. Um, and then was it,
1: um, was it like ribbed? Was it did it have ridges?
0: No, it was just was it a
1: smooth stomach?
0: No, it was it it was a it was like a bunch of balled up flesh. It was was, okay, maybe it was tripe then undulating and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it wasn't smooth. Um basically took a knife and cut off pieces and put it into like really hot water in order to to thaw it and then that was I was like part of an assembly line and they went over to to actually cook. So I didn't actually cook it. I just kind of cut it up into pieces and put it in in and to to thaw it. Um and I tried some. And it it just tasted like rubbery nothingness. Huh. So that's my cow stomach story. That's my tripe story.
1: That's that's one more cow stomach story than I have.
0: And all the while, there were just just the eeriest moans and wails coming from down the hall, uh, because it was a mental hospital, and people were mm. moaning and wailing. Um, <clears throat> but it was the middle sounds of the fun. day, so it I wasn't horrifying. scared. <laughs> Uh,
1: nothing bad happens in the middle of the day
0: yeah that's i yeah it always always happens at night all right do you what is this what does it look like who is this boy who is this goat boy
1: okay um they are light brown uh to black in their coat uh, but females can sometimes have a reddish brown coat which is fun fun for them Smooth, they're smooth. Uh, their coats are smooth and short in the summer and thicker in the winter, which is appropriate for mountain dwelling animals. They have black and white legs, black and white fur on their legs, and they have, of course, long corkscrew horns, which are their most striking feature, I would say. I'd say uh, so too. They look like a regular goat, uh, and except for that they have these really long corkscrew horns, and like obviously, uh, they're larger in males because that's who uses the horns. but um females also have horns. Uh, but males have longer hair. they have neck beards, um, which is sort of the extent of their sexual dimorphism. A lot they're maned and they have a bit long corkscrew horns.
0: And they have, you know high level League of Legends characters because of their neck beards.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you level up characters in League of Legends? I,
0: I I probably should have said Warcraft. I I know that you level up in Warcraft. I I, <laughs> I don't know the first thing about League of Legends except that it's an isometric game and I don't like isometric games, so. Um, ah. And I also don't like MMOs. I probably you would have if, if if you got me when I was uh, when I was fourteen. Um, but uh, yeah, Skyrim w- would have been the gateway, or Oblivion would have been the gateway drug into becoming a, a Warcraft addict. But it never ended up happening, so I just stuck with my gateway drug. <laughs> uh,
1: let's talk about their size and dimensions. So, welcome to the Blood Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show. The part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for just the whole family. We don't have a new Measure Up intro this week. Drat. It's been quite a while.
0: It has been a while. It's been quite a while. This is is the dry holiday season.
1: Is that how it goes, usually? No. Yeah, we even have a little bit like our our surge in listeners has dipped a little bit a lot of people are i guess wasting their time with experiencing mirth and glee with their fam friends and family for the holidays and that really you know
0: when they could be learning animal facts
1: pickles my prawns that's what it is yeah it pickles your prawns (laughs) (laughs) just kidding We, we like that uh Like it.
0: We like people spending time with their family, but what we like better is you spending time with your family after having gained some uh obscure uh and you know, generally useless animal knowledge that you can Mm -hmm. um you can regale everyone with at the dinner table.
1: Yes, regale them. Um but we since we don't have a new measure pintro, we're gonna deep dive into the uh
0: The goats. The the greatest hits.
1: (laughs) The goats. Oh my gosh. Um, and we're not going to go that deep. We're going to go back to August of this year to relive uh, one of the goats. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. up! Measure up! Yes! Oh, <I'll> wait. <laughs> Remember, you had. Uh, they gave you the Go Carlos, and it didn't go well. So maybe the Mojo will give, get you this time.
0: Yeah, it was the pool. I like
1: the. Uh, at the end of, like, the. As it escalates, one of them. I don't know who it is, but someone just goes. Like, just starts yelling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I. Uh, I. Um, I heard the Christmas concert went well, and they were a part of it. So.
1: Yeah. I miss uh, it. I apparently, my my sister was going to do a particular solo that is kind of like in a range that's difficult for an adult or, or maybe just difficult for her particular range, but perfect for a child range. Um, so it's actually, it's written for a children's choir, but they didn't okay. have a children's choir. So they sent it to Julia, who's at the, um, my sister, I guess, suggested uh bringing julia to the show you know with the solo not actually bringing her bringing her to the show as in like bringing her to the big leagues um she was already going to be in the show uh and she did great
0: yeah um just just today baby was like oh i just watched the 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 video of that exact solo of julia singing and, and so i was like oh i gotta check that out but after i record the episode
1: Hmm. okay well thank you once again joy and uh julia and calvin and laura um that was great i like it it's musical we like musical ones i like harmonies it's, it's above and beyond you don't have to do it but musical ones are definitely top tier it's, they are goaded
0: <laughs> harmonies are, are are just it's tough to go wrong with harmonies it's like pizza it's although like, it's all it's just it's just good it's always good as long as it is always good. It's always good. You just take any Let's song that hyped. is great and add harmonies to it and strings. And then, and you have a better song, I'd say, and probably a modulation. Those three things. Just S- my Strings
1: favorite. are great. String- saxophone is also good for certain genres of songs.
0: Uh, I mean, saxophone uh, goes really well. Yeah. in certain, certain genres, but I can't really think of a, a, a genre that wouldn't, be improved with strings like even rap could be improved with uh, like I mean M&M that does he have strings um
1: yeah uh, yes huh let's talk height before we start talking about rap and sound like idiots yeah um, <laughs> something we know a lot about
0: <laughs> uh,
1: they're between 65 to 115 centimeters or 26 to 45 inches at the shoulder at the withers you might say mm-hmm Forty five inches, what is that? Three and a half or three or yeah, a little more than three and a half.
0: Three feet nine inches. Hmm.
1: Mm,
0: mm. So three and three quarters.
1: So how many marcor so I've got a mix. We've got the old style and in the new style. Oh boy. The uh, Jeopardy style question. And this one, this one in particular is uh is a traditional style measure up question. So how many marcores Uh, Would it take to go the distance an alpha particle can travel in one second? Do you know what an alpha particle is?
0: Nope.
1: (laughs) Well, here's a hint. An alpha particle is made of two neutrons and two protons, which shoot out of a large, unstable nucleus in in a process called alpha decay, It is the heaviest type of radiation and goes slower than other radioactive particles. It also slows down and eventually stops, and it can even be stopped with something as thin as tissue paper.
0: Yeah, because most of the radiation is just electrons, they're super small and super fast.
1: Like near the speed of light. Uh, Beta particles
0: are near the speed of light. So how far how far this thing can go in a second? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I'm I can't. Even if it goes a fraction of the speed of light, that is That's a long way. <laughs> Considering that in one second light can go hundred and eighty thousand miles. Um uh. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say it's the height you said. It's 45 inch situation. The withers. Yep. Miles. Goodness gracious. Okay, I'm gonna say it's a third of speed of light. It is a lot heavier than an electron, though. I don't I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, the <laughs> We're gonna say it's a third, which is sixty thousand miles a second. Which is 3.8 billion inches divided by 45. <laughs> 84.4 million cores, Go into the distance, now the particle can travel in one second. Final answer. Yeah.
1: The correct answer is 18.3 million Mark cores.
0: At least I got the exact number of digits, right?
1: That's true. Alpha particles travel at 7% the speed of light mm. or 13,000 miles per per second. Although I did see that they, sh- it sh- since they slow down, that might not be their top speed. Uh, so I saw that it was closer to 18,000 miles per second when they first shoot out of the uh, nucleus. So you might be, a, it might, it's, your answer is a little bit, that's a little closer to your answer.
0: Um, yeah, I was, I was saying 60,000 miles a second.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's a, a it's little a, closer. Teen C bit closer. <laughs> Still way off. Still not a nursing school victory. I'm i I'm sorry. I let everybody down. All right, I
1: think you're going to get this one. Here's a, here's, here's a Jeopardy style, except for you don't have to say what is, uh, measure up question about their weight, which is 32 to 110 kilograms or 71 to 243 pounds. That's a hefty goat. That, big goat.
0: That's a big goat.
1: So, uh, around 222 markers go into the weight of this bomb which was dropped in 1961, 34 miles from the village of Severny in Russia.
0: I don't know the names of bombs.
1: Here's a hint. The bomb was 26 feet long with a seven foot diameter.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't know the name. I know the names of Fat Boy and Fat Man and Little Little Boy or whatever whatever the ones we
1: Well, you're on the right track.
0: Is it lar- Large Man?
1: It is a thermonuclear weapon.
0: Yeah. Outside of Russia? I don't know. No idea. It's <laughs> in Russia. Can't or in in, in Siberia. The
1: large the largest nuclear weapon in history.
0: I remember not, sometime this year, looking at a chart of the largest detonations. Um, in in history, and it was a it was it showed a diagram of the size of the mushroom clouds and all this stuff and the the heat and the, you know the mm-hmm. tonnage and all this stuff. Um, I did not absorb the names of any of their <laughs> of these of these bombs, so.
1: Would it help you if I told you that the blast shockwave went around the earth three times?
0: So pe- people on the other side of the world felt a little tingle three times? hmm hmm Um, no, it doesn't help. I'm going to say it was called the,
1: uh... Say a Russian thing.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the Russian thing. <laughs> um... It was called the. Privyet. What's the big like a,
1: <laughs> the hello bomb? That would be a cruel name for a bomb. <laughs>
0: no, wait, it's privyet. Hello. I thought I thought it was thank you.
1: Yeah. But... Oh, maybe I thought it was hello.
0: No, do- dos vidania is no. That's goodbye. I don't remember it might be hello Then I guess Strasvuchia I think that's thank you So that's what I'm gonna call it It's the Strasvuchia
1: It's a It's a Okay Yeah okay Here's <laughs> here's a last hint uh, If this was made This bomb was made in Russia It might be called The President Bomb
0: The Tsar If it was
1: made in England It might be called the Yes That's correct
0: It's just called the Tsar The
1: Tsar Bomba Tsar yeah. Bomba the Tsar bomb it was 27 tons you could hurt a lot of people just dropping that without a nuclear yeah,
0: payload you could just <laughs> drop that hunk of metal and do some do some damage they have there there's an idea to have um like an orbital uh weapon that just throws chunks of graphite at the ground uh from 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 space. Yeah. And so and so it detonates like a it doesn't detonate, but it it's, it's like a, meteors. It's like a meteor impact um, with an explosion and everything. And it's there's there's no explosives actually involved. You just drop you just have a satellite with a hunk of graphite that you just send you just drop. Uh at Well, this is the opposite time. of
1: the uh the the machine that flings things into space. Yeah. Which that, is cheaper than like rockets. That thing
0: is awesome.
1: <laughs> um okay that's all i got i that's a technical victory i think
0: you just dramatically overestimate my trivia knowledge <laughs> you're like oh i think he will get this one i think he knows what the czar bomba bomba is
1: i can't believe you didn't know what this the the most the biggest bomb in history was. the only
0: bomba i know is la bomba <laughs> I, all I know is you know Richie what La Bamba valence. means
1: in Spanish. I mean, you know what La Bamba means
0: in English. Um, nope. The Bamba. Does it really? Huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, it has no translation. It's like the name of a dance.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Like Danza <laughs> Kuduro is just the Kuduro dance.
1: <laughs> whenever, Danza I Kuduro. A, uh, whenever I go to a, whenever I go to it, like. La Bamba or any other Mexican restaurant. I love dropping that piece of knowledge. Like, <laughs> you know what La Bamba means in in English? What the bamba? <laughs> it's just it's the I'm ready to be a father. I guess that's the only qualification.
0: Is is um joke trivia?
1: Yeah, dad jokes. Dad, yeah,
0: yeah. That- yeah I guess yeah that's really the only prerequisite (laughs) right according to
1: Mason's like running away don't put a leash on him just say hey like just just treat him treat him to a wonderful joke (laughs) (laughs) yes and he'll hear that and be like "Whoa, I wonder what it is
0: yeah I I remember (laughs) I was I was reading the uh, the Shepherd leader at home and that was one of the that was pretty much the only (laughs) thing the book was about Um. Yeah. It was.
1: You basically just throw that book away and just read good, clean jokes for
0: kids. (laughs) Just you. You're just a walking, talking Uncle John's bathroom reader. Yes. Um, Would you like to hear some
1: fast facts before we get into the major fact?
0: Sure. (laughs) Although two two hundred forty three pounds is very heavy for a goat. That is a. That's a that's. that's that's a that's a big goat. That's a glut. Did you did I ever tell you about the? We're <laughs> just going on all kinds of ch- tangents. Did I ever tell you about the time that, um, Bibby and I went to a restaurant called the Gluttonous Goat. I don't think so. It's in Boca, um, right in the um. Oh, uh, what is, what's that like? Really nice. Uh, Meisner. Meisner is in Meisner Park, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, Bibby had Bibi, when she was working as a nurse, um, uh, there was there was a guy who owned several several bays at, at Meisner, and one of them uh, housed this restaurant glut coat. Um, and he was just giving out uh, gift cards to, to get people to, to, to come to this place. And, um, so he gave her uh, a gift card, and so we went out to, to this <laughs> this restaurant. Um, and on the wall was it just this, this, if, if, if a goat could be a, a, a demon of hedonism, that's what we saw. Um, it's just this painting of it. It was a painting, a mural Ah. of a goat sitting on a throne with like alcohol and it it had its mammaries (laughs) taste as tasteful as I can say it just hanging out. Um, and it was just, it had like a half a crown and it was like this big fat goat. Um, and, um, we, we went in and I, I like, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of a picky eater. I just kind of wanted the burger and the, 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 the chef was the one that came out and took our order and he's, he's this big guy and he kind of leaned, he leaned over the table. Like we're just sitting at the table and he's this this like obese guy and he's just like cons- he's at he's got his arms on the table leaning over it and taking her order that way and i was like i'll just have the burger and he was like listen you don't come here and just get a burger and i was <laughs> then why is it on the menu <laughs> so um i capitulated cuz i'm i'm a weenie and and i was, I was physically intimidated by this guy um, so I was like, wait, wait, I'll get the, like the shepherd's pie or whatever. And he's like, that's, that's what did right. he want
1: you to get the shepherd's pie. That's what it he just, wanted. You to just,
0: get? just something, I don't know. I guess to, to him, the burger was, was too like, you know, too standard. Maybe he um, should
1: make a better burger then.
0: Um, or just, I, I, I don't know. He, he wanted us to get this like eclectic experience, um, from this from this place um and the shepherd's pie wasn't all that good i don't think baby liked her i think she got some sort of fish but and we never went back and the place shut down like a few years later but that was my experience uh, so, i like, a not re- no no it's gone but yeah for a little while at meisner park there was a restaurant called the gluttonous goat but here's the thing if you got a store if you got a restaurant at meisner park your rent is probably just It like criminal. (laughs) So you better be, you better be, uh, you know, moving burgers basically in order to, 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 to pay the rent. You, you, you can't be, you can't be sending your chef out to the tables to intimidate people into eating stuff. They don't want to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You gotta have great customer service. You gotta give great food, great experience, great murals.
0: Yeah, I took a picture of that mural. I don't know where that picture is, but goodness, that's that is burned into my into my psyche forever. Anyway,
1: okay. So, fast facts? Yes. Would you like to you don't you don't come to this podcast and you, you just the fast facts, but here are some anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> Let's uh, talk about their range. They're native to Central Asia, the Himalayas in the Karakoram mountains, which I, is a fun name for mountains.
0: Yeah, it's like the.
1: I wouldn't want to go there. Lord of the sounds like it would be like, yeah, it does sound like the Karakorum of Doom. Um, they are well adapted to the to mountain terrains, and they can be found as high as eleven thousand eight hundred feet. Um, it's high. That's quite high. It's High yeah. times. Um, they enjoy scrub forests. Scrub is like bushes and shrubbery. I think yes. Short plants. Um, they graze and browse early in the morning uh, and late in the afternoon. Do you know what browsing is? Besides looking uh, for stuff on the internet yeah, or a, in a shop,
0: it's using Brave instead of Chrome so that you don't get targeted ads. <laughs> um, it's um, it's, it's I think it's, it's eating, eating like uh, shrubs, right? Eating like at like yeah, like pretty much. Eye level for a for a you know a deer kind of thing rather than grazing is is like putting its head down and eating grass and then browsing is eating mm-hmm. whatever happens to be hitting it in the face.
1: Yes, eating leaves and soft shoots. That's what browsing is. Couple of browsers. Um, mating. Mating season is during the winter, and males will spar with their horns to push the other off balance. The winner is the one who stays, uh, who stands his ground. Um, and males have a strong, a strong smell. And Wikipedia, wanted you to know that they are stinkier than normal goats. <laughs> they smell worse, or sh- at least stronger, than a domestic goat. Um,
0: and they they smell pretty strong. Makes sense. They're wild.
1: Yeah. They're bigger. Why wouldn't they smell more? More.
0: They're bigger, they're uh, hairier, and they're wild. There's no reason for them not to smell more than a domestic goat. <laughs> uh,
1: they are uh, the national animal of Pakistan. Did you know that? I did. I'm sure people think about that all the time. I'm sure Pakistanis predators, think about uh, that all the time. Uh, is that th- th- Was Pakistan the one that they had that game where they, like, it was like lacros- uh, a polo, but instead of a ball, there was a, a goat, a, just a giant goat <laughs> carcass with
0: no head? What's I've never heard of that before. We've talked about it before. We've talked about a game. Oh, no, no, no! We talked about that on Thunder Smash, our our podcast from antiquity, back when we were. <laughs> I forgot what episode we were. What, what we were talking about? I think it was Nacho Libre or something like that. But I do remember you <laughs> mentioning that. Oh, bringing back Headless the old
1: goat sport.
0: I don't remember if it was Pakistan, but that is uh that is one
1: kashi kyrgyzstan
0: huh you got the wrong stan
1: the headless goat polo of kyrgyzstan kyrgyzstan
0: Kyrgyz, kyrgyzstan yeah kyrgyzstan um, uzbekistan Turkmenistan. so many yeah, stands. stands um
1: Predators uh, that enjoy munching on the Mar Corps include Eur- the Eurasian lynx, uh, snow leopards, Himalayan wolves, brown bears, and sometimes uh, the golden eagle.
0: Have we talked about the golden eagle. It likes to push things off <laughs> of cliffs.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. But that's all I got for that. Do you have any thick facts?
0: Thick. If I were an eagle, that would 100% be my, like, top, my go-to hunting strategy.
1: Your goat hunting strategy? <sighs>
0: <laughs> Can't wait for this episode to be over. <laughs> um, it's just charged with the millennial energy. Um, or gen- that's a Gen Z thing to say. That's the, Everything being mm-hmm. goaded is, is, is a Gen i um, <clears throat> I'm calling this major fact. Nature is Metal Gear. Did I say nature fact? I said major. Yeah, I said major. <laughs> play play it back. Um yeah, nature is metal gear. Uh so markor is actually a Persian word that literally means snake eater. Markor. <laughs> um but hold on, you might say. Aren't Markor's goats? And you'd be right. And don't goats mainly eat plants and people's shirts and things like that. Uh, it's not a carnivore, is it? And I'd say most impressive. Most impressive. Your time listening to our show has done you well. Mammals. That was a... I wish I could do a good Darth Vader voice. Um, but... Yeah, you're right. Mammals that eat other mammals are usually in the order carnivora. Or uh, other animals, not mammals, but mammals that either eat other animals are usually in the order carnivora. So what's the deal with this snake-eating business? Is this a carnivorous goat? Have... (laughs) Is the apocalypse arrived? (laughs) Is this a biting goat? Is the apocalypse now? Is it apocalypse now? Um it's a myth that's what they don't eat snakes at all uh, the practice has never been officially documented um, however like a lot of things they have the ability to lose their minds when a snake comes around and trample it to death
1: <laughs> they have that special ability <laughs>
0: <laughs> to just just absolutely panic and stamp on the ground when a snake comes around killing the snake um which i mean that's running is good but this that's also a pretty good strategy um so it's definitely a snake killer um but it doesn't eat the snakes it eats plants it's a herbivore and a, a shirt of no, i don't know they don't eat shirts newspaper um, of war. yeah newspaper of war. homework of war. that's for sure mm-hmm. um but regardless this doesn't stop the superstition trains especially in the more rural areas where it lives uh, in Central Asia locals actually sometimes collect the dried foam uh, that the markhor produces um, when it's chewing the cud so this foam comes out of its mouth and falls on the ground and it dries and the locals will gather it uh, and they will use it to cure to try and cure snake bite venom because they believe that the markhor kills and eats snakes, um, which is interesting. Because they would, this, this is this is in the same part of the world where the mongoose actually does kill and eat snakes, um, and has a natural defense, a, a natural like def, uh, defense mechanism in its body to be able to survive multiple cobra uh, bites, and that's the stuff you want to be collecting but nope they're, they're 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 fixated on on the mark um, even though it it doesn't do that um and that's all well and good since you don't need to actually interact with the goats to waste your time with these fake remedies on the other hand um like many animals that live in this part of the world it is part of chinese traditional medicine and the chinese traditional practice can't leave (laughs) something alive (laughs) in order to there's there's no collecting a byproduct it's kill it and take its horns grind its horns into dust and use that to cure headache fever and rheumatism so they're just hunting for uh, their horns
1: that's an aphrodisiac
0: obviously is it i didn't see that
1: I don't know, but they always are. <laughs>
0: it's like, hey, do you want this uh fingernail powder? Huh? Eh? Is that does that uh <laughs> is that does that float your boat? Huh? Uh just thought you might want some some uh s- some hair dust. Does that hair dust?
1: <laughs> some keratin?
0: Yeah. Some oh, keratin. Uh, Yeah, so Um, it's, uh, needless to say, uh, it is not, uh, has no medicinal properties. It is uh, just horns. um, or uh, Yeah, no, they're horns, not antlers. So they're, um, antlers are made out of bone, I believe, and horns are made out of keratin. So keratin is the same stuff that your fingernails and hair are made out of. Um, And... There, you're, you would get as much eating your own fingernails and hair as you would uh, eating the dust, e- eating ground up pulverized markhor horns. Um,
1: eating the dust of the, all the days of your life, and then now we're back to snakes
0: crawling on your belly and eating dust. Yes, eating horn yeah. dust. Um, so it's amazing how many animals, like almost every animal that we talk about in this neck of the woods is involved in Chinese, is is poached for Chinese traditional superstitions.
1: They uh, are also apparently a prized, at least at one point in history, they were a prized uh, prey animal for hunters.
0: Oh, I'm sure they still are. And
1: Elliot Roosevelt, I think uncle of Eleanor Roosevelt, uh, once wrote like, oh, there's no better hunt than Ibex or markhor hunt because... Uh, if you go if you if you like hunting it's like a it's a it's quite an adventure because you have to go up like an elevation and it's dangerous because you're like on cliffs and stuff to get the to to bag this animal
0: it's the uncle of eleanor roosevelt yeah but that will
1: they were kissing cousins
0: oh you're the, right.
1: she was also an el uh, roosevelt
0: you're right. I forgot about that. You uh, you were
1: about to ask why? how could Eleanor Roosevelt be have an uncle who was also a Roosevelt when she when Roosevelt is her uh, Yeah, it's
0: like she was not a Roosevelt married beforehand, name? but no, yeah, she was a Roosevelt. Yeah, it's the it's the Targaryens over there. Um the bust, <laughs> <laughs> busted trusts. Um, I think
1: they were I don't know how like what co- how close of cousins they were, but they were cousins.
0: Actually no theodore roosevelt was the trust buster fdr was the new deal um yeah yeah uh i mean these horns are impressive if you're a big game hunter i can see why this would be high on your list maybe um and also the horns look just like um like a drill like a drill bit drill bit taylor fifth cousins does that count
1: I mean I think I forget how many cousins it takes before there is no genetic risk at all but it's not I think it might be after three but still still strange
0: I mean it was pretty common practice in Mm -hmm. aristocracy for a long time Um, yeah and it was definitely common practice in bible times
1: I imagine too like in small towns where your odds are high in your uh, your pickings are low
0: yeah that's when you get a car and drive <laughs> Um that's all I got it's a short major fact but that's why we bantered a bunch <laughs> we want a lot of, <laughs> a lot of goat flavored tangents and cow stomach flavored tangents. tangents do you have anything else
1: That's all I got.
0: All right. So that is the Markor, Dark Lord of the Sith. For you out there in podcastia, maintain sure footing. Keep your horns twisty and pretend to eat some snakes on some planes. I don't know. Like the Markor here in life, death and taxidermy. Test. <laughs>
1: what is Markor Dark Lord Lord of the Sith
0: It's referencing. It's not reference it's just Markor sounds like the name of uh like a Sith Lord. It
1: sounds like Melkor, which is like the name of a
0: Which is the name of a, a Lord of the Rings demon. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings Satan.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Before it his name was before he f- completely fell
1: Sauron's dad it's not actually his dad no. Sauron's pro uh, mentor
0: yeah mentor